0: Welcome back to Informed and Inflamed, where we seek to inform our minds with truth in order to inflame our hearts with love for God and neighbor. I'm Brad Owens, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for another episode. So, today I want to think about Both the glorious and grueling responsibility of parenting, and parenting specifically in the little years. As of the time of this recording, our oldest child, Hattie, is a little over three and a half. Our second, Ella Kate is about to turn two in a month, and our third, Caleb, is due any day now. Literally, Anna could rush in here at any moment and let me know that today is not the day to be recording another podcast episode. It's time to have a baby. But hopefully I can finish this up before little Bradley Jr. makes his debut. But one of the most encouraging books to my wife, Anna, has been a book called Loving the Little Years by Rachel Jankovic. The subtitle is Motherhood in the Trenches. And this short little book speaks into the season of parenting that we currently find ourselves in. And it's been a blessing to Anna in so many ways. Rachel Jankovic, who has seven children of her own, she knows the ups and downs involved with motherhood. She knows how hard it can be to face the seemingly endless days of the mundane, of spilled milk and dirty diapers, of laundry that piles up faster than we can tackle it. So if you are a discouraged mother in the midst of those exhausting little years, take a look at this book. I think it would be an incredible encouragement to your soul. But what I want to do in this episode is share some of the most important things that we're learning as parents in the season that we're in. And just like the rest of you, we are struggling our way through parenting, asking God for grace to hold it together each day and not blow up in anger on our kids. But we are also so grateful for the community that God has put around us, Parenting, with all of its challenges, would be all the more difficult if we didn't have wonderful, godly people around us who are helping us figure this thing out. Parenting is not only exhausting and challenging, though. It's also exciting and filled with so many reasons to thank and adore God. Being entrusted by God with a precious little person is an indescribable gift. Simply slowing down to think about it impresses our hearts with a sense of weightiness and importance. Parenting is without a doubt one of the biggest, most important responsibilities God ever gives to us. And He cares immensely how we handle this responsibility. And thankfully, we're not left without help and guidance. God gives us the instruction we need in His Word. Deuteronomy 6 and Ephesians 6 both lay out the responsibility of parents. Ephesians 6 verse 4 says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Now, obviously, fathers and mothers are both involved in this massive undertaking, but fathers are specifically singled out because we are to be the spiritual leaders of our homes. We are to lead our families in pursuit of God. We are called to initiate and to ensure that this is happening. Deuteronomy 6, verses 5 through 7, flesh out this responsibility even more. Verse 5, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home And when you walk along the road, when you lie down, and when you get up. First of all, in these verses, we are called to love the Lord our God with everything we are. Every nook and cranny of our lives is to be impacted by our love for Jesus. As parents, our happiness in the Lord should be our highest priority and pursuit. Because we can't give our children something we are not enjoying ourselves. Our children will know if we are teaching them to do something that we are not seeking to do ourselves. That's why verses 5 and 6 first call each one of us to personally love the Lord with all our hearts. His words and His commands are to be in our hearts, shaping the way that we walk through life. Then comes verse 7. After learning and treasuring and applying God's Word to our own lives, we then are to impress them on our children. There's another wonderful little book called Children Are Wet Cement, written by Ann Ortland. And the main point of this book is found right in the title, that children are like wet cement. They are soft and impressionable, and this provides a massive opportunity for us as parents. By God's grace, we have the incredible opportunity to leave a lasting mark on our children. The important question, of course, is what kind of mark we will leave. So, parenting is a huge responsibility that God entrusts to us, and we need His constant help and support to do it well. So, let that drive you continually into prayer. But now I want to share a few nuggets of wisdom that are constantly rolling around in my mind as a parent in the season that we're in. And these are things Anna and I talk about over and over and over again because they are so important, and yet we find ourselves failing at them over and over and over again as well. If you are a Christian parent, I'm sure you know this, but parenting can humble us and drive us into a deeper dependence on the Lord precisely because parenting shows us the depth of our own sinfulness in ways we hadn't necessarily seen before. So as you continue on in this journey of parenting, remember that God wants to do just as much in your own heart as He does in the hearts of your children. Perhaps the biggest thing on our minds so often as parents these days is helping our children develop an awareness of God. When our children come into this world, they don't know anything about God. We have the awesome responsibility to cultivate an awareness of God in their little minds and hearts. We can point to God, to His goodness and grace, His love and His law in thousands of ways. When we are enjoying the outdoors, we can teach our kids that God made everything that we see. He made the trees, the rain, the bugs crawling around on the ground, everything. He made it all. Or when we cook a delicious meal and are enjoying it, we can teach them that food tastes so good Because God is so good. Unless, of course, daddy takes a stab at a new dish. Might not taste great then. But we can teach them about the Lord as we enjoy all aspects of life. And we can also teach them in the harder moments of life. The valleys that we walk through as a family often provide unique opportunities to teach our children about the Lord that aren't available during sunnier days. And parenting also involves disciplining our children. And it's never a fun thing to do, but we do it because God says that we should. For example, Proverbs 22 verse 15 says this, "'Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline will remove it far from him. By God's grace, the disciplining of our children will bear fruit by driving foolishness from their hearts.'" Even before a spanking, Anna or I will sit down with Hattie or Ella Kate and talk about how they disobeyed. We almost always cite Colossians 3 verse 20 to them, which says, Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Even in that moment, we're trying to help our girls understand that obeying God is what matters most, and they are called to obey us because God says so. And what God says is always good for us. So like Deuteronomy 6 said, we should think through ways to draw our children's attention to God as often as we can. An awareness of God doesn't come naturally. It has to be instilled in them through training and discipline. Otherwise, our children will go through life not giving much thought to God and His wise ways for living life. He gives us this good guidance for life in His Word, which is also why we need to know Scripture so desperately in parenting. Something else Ann and I are always talking about when it comes to parenting is how to be more consistent in discipline. Ted Tripp highlights how important this is in his book, Shepherding a Child's Heart. If you still have children in the home and haven't read this book, hop on Amazon right now and order a copy. It is such a helpful resource. At one point in the book, though, he says to parents, speak once and expect obedience and discipline if obedience is not forthcoming. Now this, as you can imagine, or as you know from your own parenting, is so much easier said than done. Sometimes Ann and I find ourselves getting frustrated with our girls because we've said the same thing to them for the third or fourth time. And we've had to continually remind each other that we shouldn't be saying it three or four times. If the girls don't obey the first time, we need to discipline. And the amazing thing is that when we focus on being more consistent, oftentimes we can notice a difference. So another nugget of wisdom we are always trying to remember is to be consistent in our discipline. And of course, all our discipline needs to be couched and surrounded by the larger culture and atmosphere of our home, one that is to be marked by love and affection. We should never discipline while angry. So it provides opportunities for us to examine and deal with our own hearts as well. And as Ted Tripp points out in the book, spankings don't have to be associated with creating relational distance, but they are actually designed by God to bring about relational closeness and it has been such a blessing to see this as parents. When Hattie or Ella Kate get a spanking, of course, some tears are shed. But afterwards, there are these sweet moments where we get to cuddle and pray together, where we rehearse the gospel and are reminded of our desperate need for grace. And we also remember God's love and care for us. That's why He gives us His commands. His commands are always good for us. When it comes to teaching our children obedience here are also several things we're always trying to emphasize and remind the girls of. We say this to them all the time. We say that God wants them to obey right away, all the way, with joy and without challenge. And each one of these statements is important. Obeying right away challenges delayed obedience, which isn't really obedience. If our children don't obey right away, They're not learning true obedience as God desires them to. Obeying all the way challenges partial obedience. If you ask your child to clean up the toys they've just thrown all over the place, and they pick up two pieces and leave the rest, they haven't obeyed all the way. And lastly, calling them to obey with joy and without challenge helps address the attitude of the heart. Philippians 2.14 is another verse we often recite as a family these days, which says, do everything without complaining or arguing. Children, like the rest of us, are tempted to complain and to argue when we ask them to do something. And if our children whine or say no or are rude or grumpy in the way they obey, we talk about how God not only wants us to obey outwardly, But even more importantly, he wants our hearts to be in our obedience too. So I hope you can see how each one of these can provide countless opportunities to talk about God, his word, our sin problem, and how God has so graciously dealt with that problem in the gospel and offers us grace and help each and every day. In fact, let's end this episode with a reminder of the gospel. Like all Christian parents who are seeking to take this responsibility of parenting with utmost seriousness, you are probably painfully aware of how far you fall short. I have yet to talk to a parent who says, oh yeah, I'm really knocking it out of the park with this whole parenting thing. (laughs) No, not at all. Instead, parenting is one of those things that constantly reveals to us our desperate need for God's grace, both for ourselves and for our children. So, remember this, there is forgiveness for every sin in Christ. Every time you sinfully respond in anger or irritation to one of your kids, go and apologize to them and ask for their forgiveness. But also remember that God extends forgiveness over and over again to us as parents. We are never going to be perfect parents, but grace can help us grow. Parenting is one of the biggest undertakings the Lord will ever give to us. But thankfully, God does not leave us to figure it out alone. He gives us the guidance we need in His Word, and He also gives us the daily grace we need through His Spirit. By God's grace, joy and trust in the Lord and warm affection for one another can be the atmosphere of our homes. May we pray and long for that to be true of our homes And may we seek it with everything we have with the help of the Lord. So that's it for this episode. Thank you again for joining me for Informed and Inflamed, and I hope you'll join me again next time. But until then, may God give you fresh hope and encouragement as you devote yourself to loving your family well and to pointing your children to God and His grace in everything.